Hi guys, Craig here. Welcome to another edition of the podcast, Tell Craig Your Story. Now this is part two of my chat with Dania Gu. But before we go, here is a message from our sponsor for this podcast. 华生私财是周先生一手创立的私人定制高端品牌，品牌坚持匠人精神，每一件单品都一针一线，精益求精。在全球甄选优质面料，全手工制作高品质的高定男装与配饰。品牌创立灵感源于经典身装，注入全新风格与理念，营造灵动有型的优雅男士绅士形象。华生私财拥有六家门店：上海三家店、苏州两家店、泰兴一家店，旗舰店位于上海徐汇区湖南路三百四十三号紫菱淮海路。Thank you very much for that, Hannah. And I have also got a suit there from Will's Tailor Shop, and I'm looking very, very smart indeed, if I do say so myself. Best to get in contact with Janet, the lovely Janet, and her contact number is one five six zero one eight one two seven nine five. All right, this is part two of my chat with Dania Gu on Tell Craig Your Story podcast. Did you go to any Broadway shows there? A lot, yeah. yeah. And I still constantly, every time I go back to New York, I I try to catch up at least four or five of them.、Well, what was your first I, one you I, went to? I believe still Phantom of the Opera could be、right. my first. Yeah, and then Lovelessness, and then Miss Saigon, and there's just too many. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I I think I'm very lucky the fact I saw the original production of. The producer with、right. um, Matthew Broderick and Nissan Lin, and and that was huge. I know me and my husband we waited online outside of the theater for like forty hours to get, to get a standing tickets, and that was that was like, we like spoke all、yeah. like you know they give out like twenty not give out they sell twenty standing tickets like every day, and you just have to be really lucky to be that first twenty people in the、yes. line. So yeah, so we were like that kid was like we、we'll、go to get our tickets. But gone are the days of doing that, lining up to get a ticket to a show. Yeah, it's all online now. I, you don't yeah, get that whole. It, it's a different experience,、yeah. and, and I, 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 I absolutely love musicals. I think、mm. it is uh, uh, the two hours of the experience it will take you completely out of your own life.、Mm. It's like a really good movie. Right? Yeah, but but when people are singing, dancing、yeah. in front of you, and it's live, you're breathing the same air. It's different. Agreed.、Yeah. And I could just see the the time and effort they come in to put this show together, any show, yes, and especially on Broadway, yes. But they're yes. so professional and they just don't miss a beat, and yes, it's just bang 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 bang. Yes, yes, costume I, changes. It's it's and 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 every single department so equally important. Yes, you, you, one person miss out and something can be wrong. So yeah, I am fascinated. I've always been fascinated. In the theater, my first year in New York, I was a film major, but I changed my major to performing arts in the second year. The reason being is that I I I will never forget. I went to NYU in nineteen ninety eight, and back in the days, we still learning、uh, about film editing as cut the film itself,、mm. and it's so expensive to make movies.、Mm. So I was spending more than my mom. Planned it that I would spend in New York my first year, and she literally says to me, "I don't have any more money for you,、wow. for your next three years of university because you spend it all in the first year." I was like, <laughs> "Okay, you know, no, 
there needs to be a game changer. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't do this. So yeah, of course, the second year I was I was about to take the student loan, but I didn't want to spend that much money on mm. making projects anymore. And I was like, you know what? I need to go back to theater. Mm. So that's why I switched to performing art in the second year, and I was so much happier because I the the magic being in a black box of being in a theater even backstage, it's so fascinating to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I have never looked back from that day, and, and I've been in the theater ever since. That's right. Yeah. And then you said you went to New back to New Zealand for a year yes, and a half. Yes, I was I was working for the National Children's Theater when I right. first went back to New Zealand. So I was very lucky from like. So you were like picking picking children. Like no, and we were doing productions for the children. <laughs> so so we were like uh, like doing a puppet show for the children, right. and oh, we would right. do productions for them and stuff. So oh. we I was in yeah so. Uh, yeah, it was really, really great experience too, yeah. and and I needed that year and a half to just kind of recollecting my thoughts and, nice. and 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 see where I want to go. And after a year and a half, I was like, you know, I need to go back to Asia. And could your parents sort of pick up, or could your friends tell the change when you lived in New York? Yes. When you come back, I think they all hated me. They just didn't want to tell me to my face. Who is this new girl? Yeah, I was uh, like, why? Why is she so? Why just they think that she's better than everybody else? Yeah, you know? and but it it does give you a bit of a confidence booster, definitely. I, I but you've got yeah, to sort of. It does, but I need to like. Still I still yourself. remember. I still I still remember when I first went back to Taiwan, moved back to Taiwan from New Zealand. Mm. I I was like, I really need to. Dumb myself down a lot. I need to hide the light or the glow, or whatever, because people will feel really threatened. By you mm. and I didn't want to turn you know I don't want to come in and say I, I know everything better than you I don't yeah yeah but I but but people just immediately sees you as somebody who has that light and I was like I know I don't I just I'm also I'm starting from from zero and then I want to work with you guys mm. and I, I have a lot to learn yeah. so I, I'm not better than you and just don't please don't treat me like I'm different yeah but that was very hard the, for the industry because it's a very tight industry it's a very very tight circle so it's very hard to break in mm. yeah when I when I first moved back so then when you come back to Asia mm -hmm. uh, were, were you doing like film were you doing uh, for the first two years I was doing a lot of I'm picking up a lot of, the, a lot of film gig uh, video for productions and stuff mm. because I, I needed to pay back my student loan right. so I was doing that mainly to make money so, and by the time I didn't have to pay anymore, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I was like, I'm done, I'm done. So I stayed, I just went back to theater, making no money and makes my mom very miserable. Uh, <laughs> but I was also teaching English on the side. So uh, that was a big money. So I was like, mom, don't worry. I'm making money, maybe not from what I do, but I will still, you know, I, I can feed myself. Right. Don't worry about it. Well, it says here that uh, representative work accompany you to the end, dream, dream, that period of time in the cuckoo's nest. Yes, yes. I so saw that's a lot of that was my original production, my my play. I uh, when I first went back to Taiwan, I was an actress for a very brief period of time. Brief meaning probably only went over the course of two years, until one day my husband took me out to dinner and say. I think you need to quit acting. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I think I should quit you yeah, first. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah, so I was like, what? You're not supporting me. And he was like, 
because I just think you're a better writer and director than an actress. And I was like, at that time, I didn't, I didn't see it. I was already writing, but I didn't see I can be really good at directing. And, and couldn't you do both? I, too much? I think I think I really think in order to be a good director, you cannot be an actor, actor at the well. same time. It's yeah. because the subjective is different, and it's, you cannot you cannot see yourself that way. At least I couldn't. Mm. So I I just I after the, the two years being on the stage, even though I really did enjoy it, I didn't know I was I actually had more fun directing people than being actually on the stage. Interesting. Yeah, that's like I said. People have different gifts. Yeah. And and I my gifts always I can I can see the bigger picture. Yes. And being an actor, you cannot. You have to really focus on you and the relationship with other actors. But but being the director, you see everything. And mm. and I think that to me was a lot more fascinating than just learning my my part. So um yeah so I I switch to uh, just professionally as a writer and director from that moment on and and I, and, I, and I loved it yeah and that was all, all in Taiwan that was so. all in Taiwan and I did a lot of my my productions there uh, and one of the play is called uh, who is Othello it was basically a black comedy it's a play within a play I turned Othello into a comedy right yeah and then that was the play was picked up by the uh shanghai drama international festival That's so they really invited fun. me to come over and, and my company to come over and to do that production in 2013 yeah and there was another local producer there saw the play and they loved it and they asked me for other my other work and i saw another play that i did in taiwan and i purchased the right for that play as well mm. and i also put out a production here and so i think that was the time i was like okay you know what i think shanghai is my next destiny that was, right. well i was already in taiwan for 10 years so i was like i'm ready for something different yeah. and i think uh the market in Taiwan, especially the theater market, is too small. That's what I was gonna say. Just, like, just, what was it like there? Was it? It was fun creatively because no nobody says anything about uh, what you write or what you create. So you have completely creative freedom in a mm. sense. But I kept asking myself, now being in in China for eight nine years. Is it good to have that much creative freedom? It's not that saying that like it's not good. It's just nobody will actually come back to you and do a very good editing for you. But the the the, the producers here in China that I'm working with, they are great editors yes. for me. And 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 being a, a a director and a writer, you need somebody who comes up and to you say say you and somebody who tells you say you cannot keep saying those two words, you know, <laughs> or it's just way too long. You need to cut it off. You need to cut it shorter. And then the direct, direct most directors say no, you don't touch my work and stuff. No, but a good director listen to yes a producers and and then learn how to work with the producers in China, not in Taiwan. So you're saying like coming to Shanghai was like the next level? Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was. I Now my play has been in uh, Wenhua Guangchang uh, by you know, the, the huge arena like in wow. Fuxinglu. So I, I never would dream of to be putting up productions in those theaters uh, and, and I'm just feel really fortunate. Yeah, and you've got a list here of yeah. all your achievements here in Shanghai as well. <laughs> I'm very lucky. Like I said, I, I, I never did any commercial work when I was in Taiwan. But coming over here, by mm. just because you are a theater director, it's very easy to cross over to the com uh, commercial world. 
So I started to direct Fashion Week, Shanghai Fashion Week. Started、mm. to direct a lot of the car shows. Started、yes. to direct、uh, like phone lounges. Black Cat Sheriff original music. Yeah, musical. That's yeah, that's completely original. I I wrote、uh, the、oh. the lyrics. I directed and, and and so yeah. So like I said, I I I felt China opened up so many doors for me in that sense professionally. Yeah. Yeah. Shaw、uh, Food Club,、uh, Shanghai International Art Festival. Yeah, this so many. Yeah, so the list goes yeah, on and on. It goes on, but I'm like I said, I I feel so blessed because I I I I never dreamed of I would do that if I'm stayed in Taiwan. That opportunity would never occur.、Mm-hmm. Yes, so. And for your family, you have a daughter、yeah. and a, a husband as well. So,、yeah. has the moving around. Being okay. So to my daughter, like it's Shanghai is the first place she moved from Taiwan. She was born in Taiwan、right. until she was five years old. So the transition wasn't that hard for her because、mm-hmm. she was very she was very young and she has always been the French school in Taiwan and in 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 Shanghai. So she she goes to Les、oh. Fonces and and that made、uh, easier for her the because you. Trench school is always very very stressful,、yeah. so、um, I think that was that was okay for her. But she now at the point that she's so sick of saying goodbye to her friends because as as you know, like expats comes like on a three year contract and they leave, and and so she's always the person who stays behind because there's a lot of her friends who comes here for two years, three years, and they have to go,、yes. and and it's hard it's hard for her to、mm-hmm. to be that person. So she also. When's my turn? When do I get to leave? And I'm like, Are you? Do you want to go to boarding school? I'll send you to boarding school. <laughs> and then, no, I don't want to go to a boarding school. I'm like, Okay, no, why not? You know, I went to boarding school. I enjoyed boarding school. Like, But then I don't want people to tell me when to turn off the light. I'm like, I tell you to when to turn on light at home. I say、like, that's different. So,、um, but she's just just adjusting. I think just the fact that she's. Teenager in Shanghai gives us a lot of peace of mind because、mm. we know, in sense, it's not America. There's no gun here. Yes. I don't have to worry that much when she goes out hand with her friends in in a mall and、It's、stuff. So safe, isn't it? I don't feel as a mother. I want like I want to be selfish to keep her here just a couple of years longer because of that.、Mm. I think the world is a crazy place right now and. And there's so much uncertainties, and there's so many people because of the COVID and lost their jobs and also lost their minds. So I don't want to. I I I don't want to send her back to the U.S. or Europe right now. I just don't feel it's safe.、Yes. So so I want her to have a couple more years here.、Yes. Yeah. And but for my husband, that's the funny part because he is a true and true New Yorker. Like he is、right. so New Yorker to a point like his <laughs> in his DNA. So. But he loved New Zealand. He absolutely、mm. loved New Zealand, and and I think、um, some part of him has never forgiven the fact I took him away from New、right. Zealand because he really felt that's what life should be.、Mm-hmm. It should you shouldn't care about a lot of nonsense, and you should go back to a human being who you are and your roots and fixing things by with your own hands. Yes, and. And I think that was、uh, yeah. So for him to come to China、uh, after ten years in Taiwan, it was hard for him.、Mm. A lot harder for him than 
that I would expect it because Shanghai is so international and and I thought I thought you know like for him it would be like you know so easy to meet friends and yes. easier even though he speaks Chinese now but I I always thought Shanghai is easier for him but I I think the whole experience of China can really overwhelm anybody mm. who is who doesn't have the cultural background here. Yes. At some point, you will hit a wall. Yeah. You either break through it, or you get your head bleed, and then you just scream on top of your lungs and say, "You know, how am I going to do this? This is crazy. How how long can I stand for?" And has he adapted to living now in Shanghai? And I think he doesn't really have a choice, and、mm. that 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 drives him crazy because he knows his his wife loves here, and、mm. he knows his daughter. Is having a great school here,、mm-hmm. so to him, he knows he 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 knows in his conscious mind that this is the best place to be.、Mm-hmm. Even logically, it is.、Mm-hmm. But I think if he just if he has time to go on vacation by himself to on top of a mountain for two weeks, that he will be really happy. I think for a lot of lot white international foreigners, the problem is you haven't left the country for. For two three years, and that's hard because he's always being able to leave, and the idea of being trapped in a place is, even though it's not really trapped, it's that psychic. It just feel like a prison, and he cannot take the fact he's in a prison. So that's yeah. So that's the hardest part. Yeah, and、mm-hmm. then like I said, it's it's not like he hates being here. It's just the fact that he just says I cannot leave. He can't. Yes. You. Yeah. And if you leave, you, you, might not come you can't back. come back. Yeah. So I think that that's what's it's a life choice, isn't it? The most. Yeah. yeah. And even though you know it, if you go back to New York, that's what a million cases now <laughs> walking around the city.、Yeah. And then you you know it's not better choice, but it's still it's a choice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's absolutely so red box. Like you said, it was. Like leading up to it, and it was all sort of like a spontaneous it thing. It was. It was. It was. It, it was not something you sort of planned out years in no, advance. No, so, it, was, it really wasn't. I, so the red box. Okay, so the red box, and、uh, so last year during summer,、uh, the owner of、uh, the apartment, the nightclub, the, the apartment. Came to me. I knew him through a friend, so we know each other for a couple of years now.、Uh, and he came to me and say. Um, the apartment is not doing so well because there's no foreigners traveling in and out of the country, and so、uh, apartments always know a place where foreigners go and clubbing and drink. So and he's like, you know, I need to turn this into, you know, do Daniel, do you have any ideas? Do what can we do、mm. um, to turn this place into something different? So that was the time when I was pitching him to do a dining theater、mm. because I say. You know, you want to do something that's diff- that's very different from that's current in the market. You 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 do a nightclub. If you don't throw you know twenty thirty million dollars into it, you you can't do it.、Mm. You know, with marketing other stuff, you if you don't have the kind of money behind you, you just cannot do it. But if we do turn into a dining theater, it would be easy because I I know my industry and I know my profession, so I can do it professionally very very well.、Mm. And uh, and if we have the kitchen staff and other stuff, it could work because there are so many dining theaters in New York, in Paris, in London, and it, it, they're all doing very very well.、Mm. And people want to be entertained at the end of the day, right? Going out to eat is just not that simple anymore. It's just you want something more than than eating and or drinking. 
So he was really excited by the idea. So he, uh, so we created my husband and I created the brand Redbox. Originally, the idea was very simple. We're just going to turn the apartment into the Redbox,、mm. and we opened in September last year. And 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 I just was amazing because again we did it in less than two months. Wow! It's like it's just like in Shanghai, anything can happen. We're doing less than two months, and we're putting up shows and everything. And we were doing, I think, for a brand new place that just opened, we did quite well.、Mm. But other investors in in the place didn't see the same thing. They didn't understand the show business. They didn't understand that you don't see the return until probably a year later.、Mm. Like that's that's the nature of the show business. Keeps three six months, right? But you never see it on the on the first month. That's insane. But because they didn't see the number as they want, they were like, you know what? Maybe show is not the way to go. Maybe we should just do restaurant.、Mm. So they wanted to, to just have the space to do a fine dining restaurant.、Right. And I was like, okay, then that's all right. We take our brand somewhere else. And that's when Grant,、uh, the Pearl, reached out to us and say, you know what? Why don't you guys come to the Pearl because we really need. Um, a cabaret during dinner time. They want to turn their place into more fine dining places as well, rather than just late night concert and drinks. They want people to who actually come here to dinner, and the the slot between seven thirty and nine to them is completely dead. Nothing's really happening. So because we are focused in dining theater, it's just kind of a perfect marriage.、Right. So、uh, in November. December last year, that's when we started to merge with the Pearl, and then now we are permit at Pearl every Thursday night after Chinese New Year. We're going to be there every Thursday night with Redbox performance. Yes. So it says here, first of December, you announced it on your WeChat that yes, you're going part to partnership with.、Yeah. But was it? Like months before, because it said, "Oh, we've been waiting to tell you, waiting to tell you." Yeah, because the thing is, I have been to the Pearl, and we loved. I personally love that theater. I love the just just something about that theater. It just brings me back to to Paris or to New York. It's、yeah. something very authentic about it, and I loved it. The problem with the Pearl is always to me, it's always focusing on the foreigners,、mm-hmm. and with the foreigners leaving. These days,、yeah. we cannot only focus the market on the foreigners. And just if you have one group of audience and you call them the foreigners, you're dead in、yeah. in Shanghai. I,、yeah. I mean, seriously, there are so、Some、many businesses closed because they're only targeting the foreigners.、Mm-hmm. It's not sustainable.、Yeah. It's really not. And I've known that from day one. And being here, and and I have so many friends in the FMB business, and they all closed down. Come on, and on the bank is closing because of yeah,、that. right. And then they did for twenty three years. Yeah. And they cannot do it anymore. Why? You know, Michelle is amazing, and even she couldn't hold down the ship. And and who am I? I there's no way. So, so so Grant being Grant, he's so freaking smart. He、yeah. knew in his heart. He cannot just he needs the change is now or never. Yeah. Either either you change or you die. You have to do it. So that's when he came to us and say because I only hire Chinese actors、mm. and all of my actors are already well known in the industries. So they can bring their own fans into、uh, the pearl and and because 
of the way they perform, they can attract the locals as well. So it's not just to the foreigners. Just totally makes sense. It just it just yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And I'm um, start to even have them start to sing Chinese songs on the stage, mm-hmm. that which that never happened again in the Pearl, right? And and because of doing that crossover, you start to see the mix of the audience as well. It's not just the foreigners anymore. You start to see there are shows you have literally have more Chinese than the foreigners. And that's great. And, and that's what's needs to be seen and that's yeah. what needs to happen. And that's what can work both ways for them because yes. then Chinese people that had never thought of the Pearl are going to start going to the, the show. shows as oh, well. Oh, they're doing the Queen show? Yes. Oh, fantastic. So why not? Yeah. A lot of people do do that. Like mm-hmm. now they, they, they will come to see our show and they will stay for the second gig after that. And, and that's wonderful. It's a win-win for all of us. And that's why I say, uh, even though I, I have done so many huge productions uh, in other theaters, but this is like being the pro and being having your own brand. It's it's com- it's totally another level of thinking. Yes. You know, and then you realize you can you can you can change the industry a little bit, and that's powerful. Yes. <laughs> like, and I really think have to to be able to be the person to say I bring back cabaret, and I'm not hiring just the blonde tall girls dancing in the circles. That that says something. I want to bring the classy sexiness into the theater and mm. that's what I'm dedicating myself to do. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us how you pick your the performance. You said that they're all nationally renowned. Yeah. Maybe internationally renowned. Who, uh, Not really, but definitely nationally. National. Like yeah, they, if you just look at them I have one or two newcomers which they're just so freaking talented mm. but they hasn't been picked up by the industry. No. And, and so the way I pick my, my, my actors and my girls or my boys is they are also different. Mm. I I have five people in order to to do a cap, uh, to do a red box show. Five actors are needed. Five is uh, I think it's someone Five so five people are always required because it just looks better choreographically on the stage, and you can do a lot with the number five. And uh, they have to be able to stand on their own. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the most important thing. They are also different. So if I have a, a, a girl who sings soprano, I, ha- I need to have a belter like the other girl. You have a, uh, you have, have a guy who's very, very gay and funny or whatever and fabulous and I need to have a very straight guy mm-hmm. who's doing the big vocals. So like, I'm, I'm making sure all of my girls are very different and my boys, my actors are all different. So they can hold down the stage on their own. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. It's 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 actually you know I have so many actors come up to me and say you know they have seen in or act in the two thousand theater sitting theaters, but seeing at the pro is nerve wracking. Seeing the the red box is nerve wracking. Why? Because you are literally that close to the audience. Mm. So if you screw something up, there's nobody there to help you to fix it. Mm-hmm. They can see it right there. Yeah. So if you don't have very strong personality or the kind of self-confidence that's required, you can't do it. Mm. You have to be very open. You have to be very inviting. You have to invite the audience with you. And that is not somebody who, it's not anybody has it. A lot of people don't have it. A lot of actors don't have it. They have this wall mm. against between them and the audience. Yes. But to do a show at the Pearl or to do a show uh, with Redbox, you have to be very open. Yeah. 
Yeah, you have to let your guard down. You have to be vulnerable, and the audience can see that and they relate to it and they will fall in love with you. And that's tough sometimes. Yes. On stage. It's very hard because mm. in red box, the actor is themselves. They are not yeah. play, they, they are not just playing a character. Mm. They are they are themselves. So their personality has to shine through. Yes. And and they that's why they also love doing it because they are they get to be them. They don't have to be just an ensemble in the back or playing another character. Yeah. They get to be themselves. Yeah. And and that's very attractive to yes. a lot of people. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you've got these amazing talents and I want to just say that but my Chinese pronunciations <laughs> terrible. <laughs> that's all right, that's all right. So, Wu Zhangpeng. Wu Zhangpeng. Yeah. Uh, CC. Yeah, CC. Huang 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 Yi. Yeah, I have Wang Yi and Huang Yi. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's so there are two. Related? One's male, one's female. Related? No, okay. it's one's Wang Yi and the other one's Huang Yi. So it's very different. Gao Xiaoxi, Gao Xiaoxi, Gao Xiaoxi, Gao Xiaoxi. Yeah, Xiaoxi. And the choreographer? It's uh, Amy, uh, Liu Ai. She yeah. is literally the most renowned choreographer of the musical industry in China. So we are very lucky to have her. Where, where did you find her? Was it just... Uh, through another musical theater star. Right. Uh, his name is Jai Li Shuotian. He has been everywhere. You can see him on TV. He's in all the major productions. And one day we are having dinner and I was and he was like, you know, uh, Daniel, I really want to introduce uh, Amy to you. I think you guys will hit off and we literally have one meal together. And I say to her, and that was before before the red box, I was like, okay, let me just wait for my calls. Like, I will, I will call you when, when, when the thing is ready. So after we decided we're going to open up a red box, I called her and say, can you please come and help me? And she says yes. And that was that was it. Like, you will work with the right people. It you don't have it, it doesn't take that much convincing. Yes. You just you just work with them, and they yeah. know exactly what you are looking after. You they know what you want. Yes. The one thing that I've noticed just by seeing all this that once they do become a part of the Red Box, it's like a little family. You it take, is. You're taking them out. You, yes. You're going for dinners yes. and all this. So it's not just performing. No, and just... it's not. I, I, I'm very dedicated to kind of build that relationship together because there's so many productions it's just come and go. It's just mm. come and go. You come and sing and, and that's it. I want Red Box to be a place where actors really especially the actors who um, want a little bit more mm. for themselves and, 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 and a, place, a sense of belonging. And also, you, it, being part of the Red Box, it's a lot of dedication because um, you have to, a lot of times, if I have a newcomer coming here, I'm not going to run through another full-on rehearsals mm. because all the other people really know the choreography. So you have to learn on your own. And you have to be able to deliver. Yes. On the day, on the afternoon, we're doing the last round through. You have to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. There is, you, I no, no way. You, you can't say you can't do it. No, you have to do it. Mm -hmm. And you have to do your own makeup. You have to do your own hair. You have to, you have to give. Mm -hmm. You know, in in so many of the theater productions, they hire the full team of makeup artists in the back and they take care of you. Uh, your wardrobe is being taken care of. I'm like, mm -hmm. no. Every time you take off your clothes, you need to put back on the rack. This is a part of. I know it sounds so simple and easy, but a lot of them they are not used to that. Yeah, right. They used to like after the show, I just throw my clothes somewhere else. Somebody will pick it up. Somebody will clean it. 
In robots, no, you've got to take care of that.、Mm-hmm. You, you have to be responsible for your own act. You have to be responsible for everything, and and it's a good training for them.、Yeah. It is a very good training for them, and and I'm just I feel really blessed because I went from like oh maybe it's hard to find actors to now they. Knocking down my door and say, "Can I please be part of this?" I'm like, "Okay, I'm going to hold up another open audition at the end of、uh, February. I'm I have to, and we just we just need more people and 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 they just like can't wait for to wait for my call and say, 'Yeah, when's the audition? I will, I want I want to come.' Yeah,、uh-huh. so yeah, I even get foreigners to like、uh, drama school teachers and then drama teachers are like, 'Can I please come audition for you?' I'm like, 'Of course, come.'" Yeah. yeah. Eventually, what I want to see for Redbox is to have the foreigner and the locals to 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 merge yeah,、yes. and to to create shows together. I'm still I'm still having a little bit difficulty to get through the foreigners at at a pro. I have no idea why. <laughs> it's like it's like very hard to get them to to do anything with us. But um, but like I said, I'm 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 open and I'm waiting for them to to say yes. Can we do something together?、Yeah. Give them time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I well, I'm not in any rush, but、yeah. I, like I say, I and when that day actually happened, that's when our show will take next to、mm-hmm. the next level, and then、yeah. it will be absolutely amazing. But even saying that, the Shanghai music industry, even in the underground, there's so many talented people. Yes, it's just a matter of just you got to give them a chance.、Yeah. I I always say that like a talents are everywhere. Mm. Sometimes they don't even know how talented they are. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the director's job to give them the right role or、mm-hmm. the right place to be and let them shine. They,、yeah. they, you just put them in the right place, they shine. And、yeah. speaking, speaking of talented musicians,、uh, we've had Elsa on、yeah. the on the show before, and she does Wednesday and Thursday nights. Red box. She yeah, she was、uh, with she was us when we、uh, at the the last location before、mm. the pro, and I would I would die if she can go to、uh, the pro and do it there,、mm. and 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 that's a conversation we're gonna have with Grant because it's like I said, he wants to have more traffic doing dinner time, and that's when Elsa can provide like it's. Nothing better than sit through a meal with the most lovely Jess. Yeah. So, and he's such a lovely guy, Grant, as well. I、You're、love him. My God. Love I he is yes, he's a Papa G. Yeah, that's it. Amazing, yeah, just amazing heart. And listening to his story as well from it's, Japan, it's like living in Japan,、yeah. he's done so much in his career, and he accepted me into the pool. Yeah, very yeah. open-minded as well,、mm. and and he's. And he always protects the talents, and I think that's the most important thing、yeah. too. For a lot of restaurant or、uh, theater owners, they don't really get that. You know, the talents are everything. You don't、yeah. have the talents, you don't have a show. That's it. Yeah. So, so he's very protective of them, and 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 I think that's the the one thing I most appreciate that. And that's、yeah. the a whole long longevity of them as well. Like, you can see that the Red Stars have been there for three or four years now. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing, and and I think、um, it's very important for a place like that to 
to have to have a certainty for for the audience. They so they know, like for instance, so they they know on Thursday night they go to see us. Yes. They know on certain night they go to see us. They rest on. So, so it's a certain comfort com, comfort for an audience. And okay, so tonight what are we gonna do? Like okay, I know that it's differently there, and so we can go see them. I I, I like I like that about programming uh, around town as well. Yeah. So you just you're not just popping up everywhere and not just in one location. And I also saw that it's a family affair. Your f- husband was the MC. Yes. Your daughter was your assistant. My assistant. Yes. <laughs> I was. I was really fun because. So that must um, make you very proud. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. So the putting my husband up there as an MC was a coincidence. It was not something like we really planned it. Yeah. It was just that like uh, we really want to have an MC for the show, mm. and I really couldn't find somebody who is quite right for it I've tried other person but it just doesn't you need like I said you need to be really funny and engaging mm-hmm. and not just the usual MC I'm giving you cards and you just read it and that's it no it's you have to feel the room you have to be spontaneous and you have to be fun and lovable and it's not that easy to find that person right <laughs> so I was like you know because my husband used to be a trainer and uh, like for Oxford University Press so he has done thousands and thousands of training across China with wow. 20,000 audience. So putting him on a stage of like, what, 200 audience, it's like nothing yeah. to him. So I, so I was like, you know, just get back in the game and do it, you know. And, and Put the hat on. And, and, and for my daughter, the reason why she signed up for being the assistant is because she actually is a Lyra performer. Mm. She performs Lyra and yeah, yeah she's been I doing saw, that. I saw some uh, videos of her dancing. Yeah, she well. does dancing, but she, she's a, mostly a, like she does Lyra. She did, she learned it uh, with her teachers and stuff. So she really want to be on the stage of Redbox and at a Pearl. And I was like, okay, so you need to get in to know the theater better before they will let you perform. So <laughs> so you gotta come nice. and help me out. And I pay him, I pay yeah. her. To be my assistant, I said, you know, the more you know the show, the more you know the space, the more likely you get a chance to perform. Mm. She's really looking for her debut. That's and great. The yes. Come on, look out. So again, we just talk about upcoming dates. It says here it's every Thursday at the Pearl. Yes. You have the 17th and the 24th of February. Uh, the 17th, now that show is canceled because they have a private function took over the entire space but the next show will be the 24th of February and all of the Thursdays in March and go on forth so you will definitely see us every Thursday night at the Pearl that's great yes yes. we are really fortunate because uh, we have been trying out on Fridays and we've been trying out on Thursdays the reason why we settle on Thursdays is because uh, for the business perspective um, Friday night is going to be busy no matter what Mm. like for any space but Thursday night people do still go to see shows because we start very early we start at 7 30 we finish at night so that means even you have to go to work on Friday you don't get you don't get home that late you know you finish we finish at, at night so you'll be home before 10 o'clock mm-hmm. we really want to push people to to go out not just on Friday Saturday nights so we want people to go out on Thursday nights so mm. that's why we're taking the Thursday slot Shanghai is turning into New York. It's the city that never sleeps. Exactly. Get out there. Get out in, there. In Broadway, on Broadway, shows are every, every night besides Monday, right? Yeah. So, like, why can't we do shows on 
on Wednesday and Thursday, I, like, I really want to push those boundaries because uh, even the theater productions out there, they do shows on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays too, and then they they do it just fine. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like there are people are out there. You just have to let them know what you're doing yeah. and when you are doing. It. Yes. Let's do some final questions. So, uh, what does the future hold for Daniel? Okay, so for me, I like this year. I really want. Uh, I would really want the uh, red box to grow even bigger too. Mm-hmm. So now we have uh, ten actors who work with us consistently. I want that number to double. Mm-hmm. So uh, that means we can have more shows in uh, with more time slot and other stuff. So that is one thing I I hope that we can we can we can do. And this year for me personally, wow! I believe or not, I haven't really think through that mm-hmm. much. I, I want I want myself to be to be a more at ease because for the last two years you you're constantly worried there's so much things to worry about mm-hmm. and so so if this year I can just not worry that yeah. much that would be a good thing that have your three meals nice. a day yes. uh, and yeah and I think and, and have a better relationship with everybody I know mm-hmm. I and I, I think this is something I need to focus on like not just professionally, but in terms of with the family and my friends, I, mm. I hope I can give them more time and of more myself to them. So that's that's one thing I'm looking forward to to work on this year. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just just not worry. I think I think worrying really takes a lot of your positive energy yes. away. So yeah. You have something in the back of your mind and so. Yeah, you're always thinking, Wow, am I doing the right thing? Are we you know, like it's the right thing to do? And you feel like you're constantly being chased by a hundred problems. Yes. But in, at the end of the day, you know you can't solve all of them. One yeah, day. that's so right. Yeah. You just have to let go 95 of them and worry the five you can really do. So, yeah. yeah. With your experience as a director, mm-hmm. the Red Box, and all your previous experience overseas, what do you say to someone up and coming that wants to do something similar to your role? Okay, so I just what watched advice? I just watched Tick Tick Boom, oh. and I I thought that was a great movie. It was a, it was such a great movie, and I also saw the Chinese production of it, and it's also fantastic. Wow, go see it, it's go see it, it's fantastic, and it's still on. So um, right after Chinese, it'll be back on again. And um, and I remember there was a, a, a line when when John when Jonathan called his agent Rosa and say so you know after my workshop. You know what do I do next? Yeah. And then she says, Just "Keep writing. Yeah. Write the next one. You write the next one." And and then that really hit me because that's what a writer and director do. Mm. You just you keep going. You do the next thing. You find the next thing. You just keep on developing new script, new stories, new project. Then that's and, and that's what I tell myself every day. You mm. got to keep. You, you never settle. Yes. Like, like being a creative person, you never settles. I never settles. I'm never really that satisfied with what I do. I always try to make it better and find something new. It's that. So if you are in your twenties and and just do, just never say no. Try everything, even with a project you don't think you're gonna make a lot of money. Just, just have fun, experience because. You, you you have the youth, you have the time, just do it. 
don't don't just look at the number at the paycheck on the paycheck. You you got to get yourself out there. Mm. You got to try a million things before you find that one thing you really like. Because when you get double that age, you'll realize that it's not all about that. Yeah, it's not about mm. that. And and yes, making money is very very important. But that shouldn't be your number one It'd concern, and when, especially when you're that young. Mm. Like you you should you should really just try direct as many different projects as possible. I have been there. I've been up on the mountains doing uh, outdoor MPVs, all sorts of stuff for governments, for officials, for private companies. I've done, I've done them all, and 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 then you'll start to realize, okay, I I don't really like doing that, or I yeah. really like doing that, right? So you, if, but if you've never done it, then you just never, you just don't know, you mm. just don't know. Even for me, I'm taking on projects I've never done before. Yeah, so well, that's exciting. It's, it's, it's it is. creative. You're it a creative is. person. It is. It's, it's, it's incredibly exciting, but it's also it can be very scary because it's outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You are not used to doing things that you don't really know. You know, and and we stick to the things we do know. Yes. Yeah, and and I I will say is to keep on doing the things you do know, but also time to time try the things you don't know. Go in there because there could be all yeah, new yeah. original ideas and 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 I always tell people that like so 1998 I went in to do film, 1999 I changed to do theater. That's another reason why. 1999 was the year the first digital camera came out. Mm-hmm. It changed the entire industry. Yeah. Now you make films from your cell phones. You don't just. You don't wait that long to do things. So that means everything we know as what we know today can be completely different tomorrow. And if you don't put yourself out there and learn, then you are just going to be enabled. Yeah. And you won't even be able to talk to your children. Your children look at you and say, "Are you a dinosaur? Seriously?" Yeah. Like, like I, she had to teach my daughter had to teach me how to use Snapchat because I don't understand the concept of it. I was like, "That's just weird." But. But it's like it's like you have to just learn. Do it. Just yeah. do it. And mm-hmm. being in China, I think we're also in a place that changes constantly. You know, I don't know how long you've been here, but I've been here eight nine years, and I remember the first year I was here, we still use cash. Yes. There's still a thing called cash. Now I haven't seen. I don't have money on me. I haven't had yeah. money on me yeah. in a very long time. You know, yeah. and that's. And that's really cool. That happened in the course of eight years. That you just you don't see money anymore, and even even like especially last couple of days is Chinese New Year. So my daughter would get red envelopes from, sing, uh, from my friends or relatives, and she's like, "Mom, what am I gonna do with all this cash? I'm like, can you just Ali pay me?" <laughs> <laughs> it's such a such a modern answer. Yeah, I know. I'm just like. Okay, I will just take the money. I will bring the ticket. Oh yeah, cash. What's what do you do with that? It's like okay. Wow. So yeah. That's really funny. And, and Daniel, tell us about your social medias. Uh, where can we find you? And where can we find all information about Redbox? Okay, so uh, and uh, if you are living in China, uh, we, we on WeChat we have a website. We have a site. It's called Redbox Stage. So if you type in Redbox Stage, you can find us, and you can get all the information about our upcoming events, our shows, and even auditions and the contents that we're doing. And for me personally, I'm on Instagram as Dania Gu, so that's just my name, D A N I A G U, and same as for my Facebook. So that's that's me. Very simple. 
Awesome. That's great. <laughs> yeah. All right. And finally, the last part of the podcast, I asked some uh, random questions just to get to know you a little bit better. Okay. okay. Are you ready? I don't know. <laughs> Let's try it. Okay, let's try it. Let's try it. So, um, as of today, yeah. what are, or who are your two or three top favorite bands? Queens and uh, Linkin Park. <laughs> Very good. I like that. And uh, singer songwriters. Zhou Jielun, of course, Jay Chow, yeah. And uh, I really like that Sia. Yeah, so Sia, yeah. So that's two I can think about. Okay. Yeah. And Sting. <laughs> I just oh. have to throw it in there. Good, <laughs> yeah. good, yeah. yeah. Classic. Yeah. Do you have your two or three? favorite books that you've read okay so I, I i recently just read this book um it's called uh, a life list and which i really recommend it to any any anyone who's listening it's about a mother who passed away and um she wrote she she basically wrote 10 lists for her daughter to finish mm-hmm. but it's actually her daughter's wish list when she was 14 years old and her mother found it and, and, and so the daughter would literally write, I want to own a, ho- a horse, or I want to be a teacher and stuff. But because the daughter, you know, through life, you start to become, you know, greedy with money and stuff. You forgot who you wanted to be when you were 14 years old. And the mothers remember and ask her to finish all this uh, 14 uh, life list before she can inherit the money. So that was fantastic. I recommend It's a great holiday read. So uh, go read that. And uh, another book I've been reading is called uh, Husband's Secret. It's also a very good one. Husband's I know Secret. That, I, I don't know. It's not <laughs> like that, but it's really not that. Right. It's, not, it's, 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 a, it's a thriller. It's a, it's a thriller. Ooh. Yeah. So and of course the the lost daughter. Yes. It's a oh. yes. It's a it's a book of four. Like the first two is about the two girls in Italy, and the, the number three is the, 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 the Lost Order, and this is another four one. So, top three uh, favorite movies. Oh wow, that this is a hard. Okay. Scent, as of today, as of the today. scent of uh, the scent of woman, Pacino. So. Oh yes. 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 So that's definitely on my top three, and the uh, the holiday movie. Okay, the third one is gonna be a little cheesy, but I absolutely love it. It's it's Kate and Leopold. Mm. It's it's from it's with Hugh Jackman and <laughs> and Meg Ryan. Yeah. You know, I think I think that was the mm. last uh, romantic comedy that Meg Ryan did actually. Right. Ever since that movie, I can make Meg Ryan retired. But that was like the first Hugh Jackman movie that was made known. And of course, after that was Wolverine, The Great Showman, and yes. stuff. But if you just look at him in that movie, he has that baby face. Yes. <laughs> So I love any, basically, you put Hugh Jackman in any movie, I just love it. <laughs> it's and, he's a, and, and he's an Aussie as well. Come on. That's right. There you go. That's a love. And Broadway shows. Oh, wow. Top okay. three. Uh, Avenue Q. Absolutely. And uh, Chicago, still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chicago is definitely up there. And The Producer. Oh, so, come yes. on. Yes. Great. Yes. Final question. Yeah. Who is your greatest inspiration slash hero and why? Wow. To me, I have, I really do have so many different 
uh, uh, peoples influence me differently. Mm-hmm. But I will mention this person, um, and his name is Peter Boss. He used to be my uh, jazz piano teacher and back in New Zealand. And I still remember the conversation, because the conversation we had still affects me today. I told him that I wanted to go to New York uh, to study university. And he asked me, what do I want in life? And mm. I, I said, I want to be successful. You know, I was, I was 17 years old. It was like, I want to be successful. And he asked me, how about happiness? Mm. And I was like, dude, I'm 17. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I think, I think ever since that conversation, it really changed me profoundly because then I always ask myself, am I doing this because I want to do it just for money or I, I can get somewhere? Or I'm doing this for the inner joy mm. that I can really feel, be fulfilled of doing it. So, and, and that never, that just every time I'm doing something, I think of that conversation we had. And I, and yeah, and, and that is something quite profound affecting me. The way he thinks, so out there, so not conventional. And, and being an artist, like he really changed my psychic in so many ways. And, and I think that that's, that's quite, quite, quite incredible. So as uh, uh, Asian, like the word happiness, it's not somebody you grow up that you pursue happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're not being taught about, right? Mm-hmm. Being happy is not important. You, mm-hmm. you think of everything else before you think about... Being successful. Yes, being <clears throat> successful. But what is successful? Exactly. And, and that Christians was like... Why did nobody ever talk? My parents never asked me that. My parents because they didn't get told. They that. didn't get told that. So mm. so that's why I said to be seventeen years old, have somebody kind of plant that in your head, which yeah. looked like a bomb went out of me. I was like, okay, that that changed me forever. And so at any time I'm start to to feel lucid or or buried at work or. I, I just always think of that comfort, that moment. I still I even remember when, where we had that moment, just outside the school hallway, and uh, just after we had that class, and we had that talk, and it was amazing, yeah. I think that's a great way to end it. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Craig. Very, very talented uh, lady, and I really like what you're doing with the Red Box, and now that you've partnered with the Pearl, I think that's just great and I'll definitely be there coming to support uh, the Red Box uh, in the future. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you so much. It has been a pleasure being here. Hi, I'm Nigel the Shanghai Psychic. I can tune into your loved ones in the spirit world, but I can also tune into you, tell you about your path and the choices that you need to make and need to know. I'm currently giving 30% discount on all Tell Craig Your Story listeners. Just use a code, Tell Craig Your Story, for 30% off your first psychic reading with me online at Nigel the Shanghai Psychic.